Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Story number one. There was a time in my life when things were really bad. Like, I was homeless and living as a vagabond, getting food from trash cans, begging people for change, kind of bad, and this was a long time ago. And I'm doing a lot better in my life now, but at that point, I was just so low. And while some might say that I could have been hallucinating or seeing things, I was not a stereotypical hobo. I didn't do any sort of drugs. I didn't drink. I just struggled to get through every day. And what led to me being homeless was out of my control. I'm not even going to get into all of that because it's not really important, but I will say that I was basically living in a rust bucket with four wheels that barely ran. And back when this happened... Most cities weren't really bothered by people sleeping in their cars like they seem to be today. So long as you were out of the way and not bothering anyone, you could pretty much just stay where you were for the night and no one would really care. And back then, because I was sleeping in my car, I typically tried to park it somewhere that was away from people and would not be an issue for anyone. There was this one spot that I specifically liked. It was a small suburban area that was only sort of incorporated. It was mostly residential, and there were woods that pretty much surrounded the streets. But if you kept going, there was this one area that was just a road with trees on both sides, and I would go towards that area that didn't have any houses, and I would pull over and park on the side of the road, as close to the trees as I could get, and that's where I would essentially camp out. And it almost kind of felt like camping, to be honest with you, because it was surrounded by the trees and I felt safe in my little car. So I just tried to hold on to that optimism and try to make the most out of everything. That is, until the event that this story about happened. I had been camping there for a couple of weeks, just thankful that I had a bit of stability in my depressing circumstance. On that night, I'd actually managed to get a few dollars together, so I had gotten a Big Mac from McDonald's and a small soda, and I was honestly happy as could be. It was around 9pm, and I was just sitting there, savoring my meal, when I noticed what looked like a deer and a small clearing in the woods, and I've seen a few deer in this area before, so it wasn't really surprising. But I also really like deer, so I was thinking that this was going to be an even better night. When you're in a bad situation, the simple things can mean a lot, honestly. As the deer started walking through the woods and getting closer to where I was, 
I started to see that there was something wrong with it. At first, I thought that it maybe had some sort of parasite or something. I had read about those kinds of things, but I quickly realized that this was not a parasite. Whatever was wrong with this thing, it was really wrong. As it got closer, I was able to see that it looked like the skin was actually falling off of its face, like I could see part of its jawbone from where its flesh was near literally melting off. It took me a minute to realize what the hell I was seeing. I was trying to mentally piece together that maybe it had been attacked and was dying. But no, the, the skin wasn't falling off like it had been ripped into. It was melting. And it wasn't just its face. It was all over its head, legs, and midsection. Its antlers were sharp and pointed, but also broken, and it looked like they had some kind of skin hanging off of them, too. I was thinking that if this was a deer, it was really messed up from something. But after a few moments, I came to be certain that this was not a deer. As it stepped through the woods, this thing got up to a tree, and it slowly pulled itself up onto its hind legs. And it started scratching at the tree with its hooves, but they weren't really hooves. They looked more like claws. This zombified deer monster thing was standing there, its flesh falling off the bone and clawing at the base of the tree for God knows what reason. I genuinely have no idea what this thing was, but I immediately started my car and I drove off. I was not going to deal with whatever the hell this monster was. I had nothing to protect myself with or to fight this thing with if it decided that it wanted to come and get me. And I was not going to die by some melting deer thing. I wish that I had a camera with me at the time or that this was when camera phones were a common thing because I cannot properly explain how disgustingly terrifying this thing really was. And if I had gotten a picture of it, then maybe I could get someone to go out there and hunt it and kill it because this thing was not natural. If it was a deer, then the only word I can think to describe it is zombified. And the fact that it had claws instead of hooves tells me that this thing was something else altogether. Obviously, I never went back to that area ever again. And... I pretty much just kept my car in parking lots, and <sighs> I'm just thankful that I got through that hard time and that things got a lot better. But I will never, ever forget the night that I saw that horrifying beast, and I'm just glad that I've never seen anything like it ever again. Story number two. I have a really weird and creepy story from when I was a kid, and I really don't know what it is that I saw, but whatever it was, it was not human. On top of that, I want to start this story with what I guess would be a trigger warning. This story is not a happy one. It does not involve a happy ending, but it does involve my childhood dog. If you choose to read this, it should serve as a warning to your listeners that if they can't stand things happening to dogs, it's recommended that they skip this story. So this story happened back when I was a kid. 
I believe that I was around 10 years old at the time, give or take a year. And I'm in my 50s now, so it was subjectively a long time ago. And I'm sorry that I can't remember the exact year that this happened, but at this time, I lived with my parents, my big brother, and my pet dog, Aries. Aries was a small dog, smaller than a retriever, but bigger than a Shih Tzu. I don't remember exactly what he was, but he was kind of a mutt, but he was such a good dog. And he was very protective of me and my brother. And when I say protective, I mean really protective. When my uncle came over, if he tried to give Brian or me a hug, Aries would bark and try to bite at his legs. And that's actually why we called him Aries. He was like this little warlord attacking anything that he did not want near his family. Now, where we lived it was not a heavily populated area, but I can't say that it was completely desolate, just that there were not many houses around, and there were a lot of woods. And with woods comes things like coyotes, foxes, and things like that. And I've seen all of that in my few years alive, and I knew what they were, how they looked, and what they sounded like when they cried. There were also claims of wolves and wild cats living in the woods near the house, but I never saw any of those. And this may all sound like I'm just rambling, but I'm trying to show you that I knew what all of these things were, and if what I saw was one of those, I would have most likely been able to identify it. The first time that I saw this thing was one day when I was outside playing after school. It was the middle of autumn, and the leaves were starting to turn color, and it was starting to get a bit colder. I was out back swinging a stick around, probably pretending that I was a, a knight battling for my made-up kingdom. And that's when I heard what sounded like a person crying out behind my yard. This did not sound like a child. It sounded like an adult was weeping out in the trees, like they wanted to sob, but they were controlling themselves and holding it all in as best as they could. I remember that this caught me off guard, and my curiosity ended up getting the best of me. I needed to know why there was an adult out in the woods, and why they were crying. I went over to the back of the fence, and I looked out into the woods, trying to see if I could find the person that was crying. At first, I couldn't see anything. But after glancing around for a moment, I noticed that there was what looked like a man standing out in the woods near one of the trees. And I remember chuckling to myself because he looked like he was naked. Again, I was like nine or ten, so it was just kind of funny to me that this person was standing naked out in the woods. But as I kept staring, something about him felt wrong. He looked like he was too skinny to be alive, like his skin was the only thing blocking his skeleton from the wind. And as quickly as I thought it was funny, I started feeling a bit scared. It was at this point that Aries started growling and barking at the person. And as soon as he did this, the thing turned around to look at me and I will never forget its face. It was flat, like there was no nose. His eyes were dark black and his mouth, his mouth looked larger than a normal person's and it looked like he had fangs or sharp cut teeth. And I could see all of this from where I was standing and he wasn't anywhere near me and that should tell you how much of an impact that visual had on me. I freaked out. 
I immediately ran back to the house, and Ares was following me, but he was also stopping and barking at the back of the yard every few steps. But after a few moments, he ran back with me inside the house. I had no idea what to do, and I just kind of sat in my room and had what I now know to be a panic attack. This thing was terrifying. It looked human, but it definitely was not and it was not any of the aforementioned creatures. I remember my brother coming into my room and asking if I was okay, because he said he could hear me crying from his room, which was a surprise to me because I wasn't even aware that I was actually crying. I told him that I saw something in the woods that scared me, and when I tried to explain what it was, he said that it sounded weird, but that it probably was not a big deal and that it was maybe a sick animal or something. He was older than me, so I assumed that he was probably right, but deep down, I knew that that was wrong. Now, if that was the only time I had ever saw this thing, it would have been one too many times, but it wasn't. And the next time that I saw this thing, well, this is when things got worse, and I want to add again that this is the disturbing event that I mentioned earlier, and... This is your fair warning that things did not end well. The second time I saw it, it was about a week later, and I was out back again, just sitting on my slide, staring out into the woods. After I saw that thing, I was actually scared to do anything outside, but my parents were the type to tell me to go and play outside all the time, so I pretty much just sat there, staring out into the woods, seeing if this thing would come back, and unfortunately... It did. It was a lot closer this time. I was watching the trees, and I noticed that this thing was standing out in the woods, basically just crawling on its knuckles. This time, in a moment of stupidity and bravery, I actually shouted at it, telling it to go away. I don't know if I thought this thing would understand me or what, but that's what I did. And when I shouted, this thing turns to me and it started to do its weird crawl-walk motion in my direction towards the fence. Unfortunately, this was enough for Ares to freak out, and he actually ran towards the fence, and he dug out a small spot in the corner, and he went under the fence and out into the woods, barking aggressively and chasing this thing. The creature did start to run, but Ares was unrelenting, and he kept chasing him, I started shouting for him, but he completely ignored me. I ran back into the house, and I shouted for my dad, saying that Ares got out and he was chasing something into the woods. I wanted to tell him that it was some kind of monster, some human-like beast, but the only word I could get out of my mouth was something. I won't bore you with the conversation and how he went out to call for him, Beyond saying that my dad jumped the fence and went out into the woods looking for him while I just stayed at the fence. After a while, my dad came back and he told me to go inside and get my mom and to stay inside until they came back, which I did. I later found out the reason he told me to go get my mom and stay inside was because he did find Aries. But what he found was not pleasant and they both explained to me that Ares was unfortunately gone, and that sometimes things like this happen in nature. I tried to describe what the thing was that I saw, but 
they basically just told me it was most likely a wolf that had gotten to him. I was insistent, but they just dismissed me. And they told me that they would bury him in the woods and that everything would be okay. Obviously, I was devastated. Ares was such a good boy, and he just wanted to protect me from whatever the hell this monster was. But the monster had killed him. And that was actually the last time that I saw this thing. And unfortunately, my family just accepts that it was probably a wolf or something, and Ares just was not big enough to hold his own, but I know that's wrong. I know that this thing was some kind of humanoid monster, not a wolf. I hate that this whole thing was probably my fault. If I hadn't shouted at it, it probably would not have started approaching, and Ares probably would not have gone after it, but I can't blame myself. Ares was just trying to protect me from this thing, and he did his job, as it never did come back. I will always love and honor that pup as being the guardian that he was, and I will never forget what that thing was. I will never forget the horrifying face and the disgusting frame that this thing had as it slowly approached me that day. And that, my loves, is the end of story time with me today. The second story makes me think maybe it was like, I don't know, some deformed person that was feral and just left alone without love or care and maybe had to try to fend for themselves in the woods because the whole like crawling around things on the knuckles it's kind of like Tarzan but I don't know at the same time the creature didn't have eyes so I'm curious of how it ran through the woods without <laughs> hitting its face into trees but I don't know maybe his other senses were heightened but thank you again so much for hanging out with me I really appreciate you and this is why I don't go into the fucking woods, because they're fucking terrifying. <laughs> but again, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And yeah, remember that there's a lot of danger around and crazy people are everywhere. So lock your doors and be safe. Okay, bye.